Today is the 10th day of April. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is it's great to be here with you on hump day as we move through the center of the week. And today we will be concluding the book of Deuteronomy, which also means we will have concluded what is known as the Torah or the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible and what ground we have covered. But we will be closing that particular delineation in the Bible and moving into the next era when we begin the book of Joshua. And we'll talk about the book of Joshua when we get there in a few minutes. But first, these are the final words of the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 34. And we are reading from the New International Version this week. Then Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top of Pisgah across from Jericho. There the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead to Dan, all of Naphtali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev and the whole region from the valley of Jericho, the city of Palms as far as Zoar. And the Lord said to him, This is the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. When I said, I will give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you will not cross over into it. And Moses the servant of the Lord died there in Moab, as the Lord had said. He buried him in Moab in the valley opposite Beth Peor, but to this day no one knows where his grave is. Moses was a hundred and twenty years old when he died. Yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days, until the time of weeping and mourning was over. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, who did all those signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. Okay, so that concludes the book of Deuteronomy, which brings us to the book of Joshua, which in a lot of ways is an exhilarating book because, I mean, it's almost from the very beginning of the Bible we've been hearing about this, this mythic promised land. And we were in that land with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and their stories unfolding. Uh, but it didn't belong to the generations the patriarchs hadn't proliferated enough to have large enough families for tribes and leadership and so forth. And we remember the story that took them to Egypt where they did become a mighty and massive people over the, over the course of 
four centuries, four and a half centuries almost. And then we've been in the wilderness with them ever since. And so being able to actually cross the Jordan River into the promised land with these people, this is what we've been heading toward almost since the beginning. And now Moses has died. Uh, having been able to see into the promised land but not going into it and Joshua has stepped up as a leader in Israel and Joshua translated into English means savior uh, if, if we go back to the original Hebrew Joshua is, is Yeshua Joshua so I'm not saying Joshua was Jesus I'm just pointing out uh, the appearance of the thread, the redemptive thread that kind of winds its way through the scriptures. And as we step into Joshua, we'll see that, that, that God has prepared the land for his people. And it has been promised for generations, as we know from the scriptures, but they're not going to just march in and take it. They're going to have to contend for it. They're on a great mission with God. And to accomplish the mission, they're going to have to partner with God. And that partnership is going to be against all odds, humanly speaking. But with God, they will take the land. And, and we'll notice that God asks them to do some pretty unconventional things along the way. He, he, he has no problem confounding conventional wisdom with almost bizarre instructions that sometimes wouldn't make logical sense to the human mind. But this is still true today. This is still what it's like to walk with and collaborate with God. And this is why we have the gift of the Holy Spirit's guidance. And this is why we have to walk with God and be, be a people intertwined in a relationship with God. Otherwise, we're just kind of like bulldozing our way through life, hoping we don't destroy something along the way and hoping that we're building a path to somewhere. Uh, when we actually have our Creator, our Father, who is here fathering us, and rather than bulldozing a path to who knows where, we're supposed to be building His very kingdom. So in a very real way, all these years that the children of Israel have been in the wilderness, all this time that we've been wandering with them, they've been learning that they are utterly completely dependent on God. They've been learning to obey. And they've also learned what disobedience and rebellion looks like. Now they have to go across into the promised land with the full faith that God's going to show up because it's against all odds. And full faith in the promise that he gave their ancestors that there was a promised land. And so we're going to witness one of the most glorious moments in the Bible. One of the richest times for the children of Israel. Perhaps one of the greatest, most monumental moments in ancient Israel's existence to cross the Jordan River. And, uh, and, and we'll see all of that. But that's not the end of the story. And, and soon enough, we'll see that they do begin to fall away and they do begin to move back toward rebellion. But for now, we're at the precipice and we're about to cross over the Jordan River. And that's what brings us to Joshua, chapter 1.
after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aide, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous, be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, Go through the camp and tell the people, Get your provisions ready. Three days from now you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own but to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the command that Moses the servant of the Lord gave you, after he said, The Lord your God will give you rest by giving you this land. Your wives, your children, and your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you, east of the Jordan. But all your fighting men, ready for battle, must cross over ahead of your fellow Israelites. You are to help them until the Lord gives them rest as he has done for you and until they too have taken possession of the land the Lord your God is giving them. After that, you may go back and occupy your own land, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you east of the Jordan toward the sunrise. Then they answered Joshua, Whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you may command them, will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Then Joshua, son of Nun, secretly sent two spies from Shittim. Go look over the land, he said, especially Jericho. 
so they went and entered the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there. The king of Jericho was told, Look, some of the Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho sent this message to Rahab, Bring out the men who came to you and entered your house, because they have come to spy out the whole land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. She said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they had come from. At dusk, when it was time to close the city gate, they left. I don't know which way they went. Go after them quickly. You may catch up with them. But she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax she had laid out on the roof. So the men set out in pursuit of the spies on the road that leads to the fords of the Jordan. And as soon as the pursuers had gone out, the gate was shut. Before the spies lay down for the night, she went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sion and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear, and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family, because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will spare the lives of my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and that you will save us from death. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. If you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land. So she let them down by a rope through the window, for the house she lived in was part of the city wall. She said to them, Go to the hills, so the pursuers will not find you. Hide yourselves there three days until they return, and then go on your way. Now the men had said to her, this oath you made us swear will not be binding on us unless when we enter the land you have tied this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And unless you have brought your father and mother, your brothers and all your family into your house. If any of them go outside your house into the street, their blood will be on their own heads. We will not be responsible as for those who are in the house with you, their blood will be on our head if a hand is laid on them. But if you tell what we are doing, we will be released from the oath you made us swear. Agreed, she replied. Let it be as you say. So she sent them away and they departed, and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. When they left... They went into the hills and stayed there three days until the pursuers had searched all along the road 
and returned without finding them. Then the two men started back. They went down out of the hills, forded the river, and came to Joshua, son of Nun, and told him everything that had happened to them. They said to Joshua, The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. Luke 13, 22 through 14, 6. Then Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to them, Make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you or where you came from. Then you will say, We ate and drank with you, and you taught in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves thrown out. People will come from east and west and north and south and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. Indeed, there are those who are last, who will be first, and first, who will be last. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, Leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. He replied, Go tell that fox. I will keep on driving out demons and healing people today and tomorrow. And on the third day, I will reach my goal. In any case, I must press on today and tomorrow and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. 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 You who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you. How often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. There in front of him was a man suffering from abnormal swelling of his body. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in the law, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. 
So taking hold of the man, he healed him and sent him on his way. Then he asked them, If one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately pull it out? And they had nothing to say. Psalm 79 A Psalm of Asaph O God, the nations have invaded your inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple. They have reduced Jerusalem to rubble. They have left the dead bodies of your servants as food for the birds of the sky the flesh of your own people for the animals of the wild. They have poured out blood like water all around Jerusalem, and there is no one to bury the dead. We are objects of contempt to our neighbors, of scorn and derision to those around us. How long, Lord? Will you be angry forever? How long will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not acknowledge you, on the kingdoms that do not call on your name, for they have devoured Jacob and devastated his homeland. Do not hold against us the sins of past generations. May your mercy come quickly to meet us, for we are in desperate need. Help us, God, our Savior. For the glory of your name, deliver us and forgive our sins. For your name's sake. Why should the nation say, where is their God? Before our eyes, make known among the nations that you avenge the outpoured blood of your servants. May the groans of the prisoners come before you with your strong arm. Preserve those condemned to die. Pay back into the laps of our neighbors seven times the contempt they have hurled at you, Lord. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will praise you forever. From generation to generation, we will proclaim your praise. Proverbs 12.26 The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. Father, we thank you for your word, and on this, the 100th day of the year, we acknowledge you and all that you have begun and are continuing to do in our lives because we are embracing this rhythm of allowing your word access to our hearts every day. We thank you for bringing us all the way through the Torah, the law, bringing us into this next era. And as we cross the Jordan River with the children of Israel, we we cross into a new season and a new part of the story. 
But the story still very clearly mimics our own lives. And so we open our hearts to all of your leadership and direction for your comfort and rebuke, for you to father us and lead us on to the narrow path that Jesus was just speaking of as we read from the Gospel of Luke. This narrow path, this is what we seek. This is what leads to life. This is what leads us on the road we were intended to walk. And we confess, sometimes it's not clear whether we're, what road we're on. And yet, as long as we are with you, we are on the right road. So as we continue this season of Lent, this time of repentance, this 40 days to sit with the fact that, that, that our eternity came at a high cost, at a dear price, and that you were willing to pay that price to rescue us. And so our only response can be surrender and asking that you would reorder our lives appropriately, that nothing is off limits to you and we are hiding nothing from you or from ourselves. We are asking your Holy Spirit to invade our space and disrupt us as needed and to lead us into all truth and to comfort us as we walk the narrow path. Come Holy Spirit, we pray. Thank you for bringing us these 100 days into this year. We pray these things in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com it's the website. It's home base. It's where you find out what is going on around here. So be sure to stay tuned and stay connected. The prayer wall lives at dailyaudiobible.com as well, uh, where there are constant prayers going up uh, from this community on behalf of each other. So that is a great resource. Be sure to check it out. Check out the community section at dailyaudiobible.com. That's where you find all of the different links for social media groups, etc., etc. And uh, that is a good way to stay connected, especially when there's an announcement. But there are also groups like DAB Friends where there's pretty much constant dialogue, conversation happening. So check into that. Just look up. Well, the link is in the community section of dailyaudiobible.com. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com as well. There is a link. It's on the homepage. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for those of you who have clicked that link and kept the logs being thrown onto this global campfire. As I've said, it feels like thousands of times over the years what we've done here is something that we've done together something that just kind of rose from the dust of the internet to become this vibrant community centered on the rhythm of the scriptures and so uh, we are in a very real way in this together thank you for your partnership so there's a link on the homepage dailyaudiobible.com if you're using the daily audio bible app you can press the give button in the upper right hand corner 
Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial. And that is it for today. Congratulations for making it 100 days, by the way. You can do this. We can do this. We will do this. And uh, in order to do that, I love you. And I am Brian. And I'll be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Hi, Daily Audio Bible Family. It's Christine from Washington State. I am needing prayer. Um, I feel bad continuing to pray for my marriage, but I just don't feel like God's telling me to leave. The marriage has been so bad for so long. My husband, I mean, I just want a partner. I want my friends. I want to be able to talk to him. And I mean, he won't let me see, you know, any of our, I can't even see my homeowner's insurance. And he's gone all the time. I'm raising the kids by myself. And he supports us, and I love him, but he just, you know, he'll just get up in the morning and take off and, you know, go go away for a couple days and tell me on his way out, you know, as he's already there. And so I love him, and I'm praying for him, and I just want his heart to turn back home. And it seems since we had kids, and the kids are, you know, 18 and 14, or 17 and 14, almost 18. And it just seems like since we had children, he's just checked out. And he tells people how awful I am. And I know that's the world. It's not supposed to matter, but it does hurt my heart. And, you know, the person that's supposed to love you and protect you, to have them always treating you like you're bad, it's really sad. So I'm just asking for, for prayer um, for my husband just to, to love me. I feel so alone. I'm so thankful for this community, and I'm praying for all of you, all the marriages, all the illnesses, um, and I love you guys. Thank you. Good morning, TAB family. This is Walter again, the burning bush that will not be devoured by, for the glory of our God and King. Guys, I know I've been listening to DABC, but I haven't really been listening to DAB, but I still miss you guys. Um, calling with a praise report you guys know my story i had left um arizona in 2013 2012 to move to liberia with my then husband and my kids and then 2014 ebola my ex-husband and i got separated and um due to sources from his end we ended up getting a divorce in 2016 um yeah, I may not have given you guys all the details. <laughs> the bush continues to burn. But anyway, um, I just called to give a praise report that I got married to a loving man of God. And it's weird because this definitely was not on my list of prayers. But sometimes God sees a need and he meets it. And I'm so grateful that God has restored all of what the locust has eaten, of all my losses, my mother's um, 
that is the only thing that I feel like has not been, you know, cannot be replaced. But I praise God for the memory. She's always in my heart. But guys, I just wanted to say thanks to all of you guys who prayed for me throughout all the changes in my life. And I am not saying that things are going to be perfect moving forward, but I'm just grateful for this man of God. His name is Albert. Please keep him in your prayers. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hi, this is uh, Paul from Wales. I just want to thank Christy from Kentucky. I listen to daily audio Bible every day. And you just rescued prayers for me because this is a fantastic community. And uh, it's been really painful over the last few days listening to the different advice to the lady who says she's met a godly man. As a single Christian, I can tell you there's opportunities for sex every day of the week, or most days of the week. And we choose whether we're godly or not. If God's given you a husband on it, you're not blessed by having a Christian man, a godly man in your life for you to aspire to. Him, your husband to be like him, you're being tempted. It's by the devil. It leads to nothing but death and destruction of your family life, of your home life, of your confidence, and your usefulness to God. Stand, stand strong, sister. Claim the promises of God in your life. But thank you for that positive prayer at the end, because it really built me up. I, when I'm right at the end of my weight, it goes to prayer, and when it gets, uh, oh boy, it pushes me right to the end. But thank you, I love Dab every day, and thank you for everything you're all doing. Bye-bye. I'm Jimmy, and I've been listening to a daily audio Bible for over a year. My heart goes out to all of you that call in, and I pray for you. I'm a first-time caller. I'm calling to ask for your prayers. In August, I had two unexpected surgeries within a week of each other, basal cancer removed from my leg, and major oral surgery to prepare for an implant. I was non-weight-bearing for three weeks, and when I could bear weight again, I had trouble walking, had pain in my joints back and throughout my body. After several months of physical therapy and consulting many doctors, I've been diagnosed with joint hypermobility syndrome, and with an autoimmune condition causing inflammation in my tendons that they can't identify. Some of this inflammation might be caused by joint hypermobility syndrome. Due to my hypermobile joints, I have arthritis in my hips, knees, thumbs, and will likely need joint replacement in several. In addition, I have uh, a month ago I was diagnosed with frozen shoulder, so I can't use my left arm much. Also, on March 6th, I was um, I had a post put in for my implant, uh, and it got infected. So I'm on the third round of antibiotics. There's still some tenderness there. I'm very emotional, and I cry off. I pray. There are times when my mind goes far into the future thinking what if any of these conditions don't improve. I pray that the oral infection will be gone, that my dental implant will be completely healthy, that they can finally place it down there. Please also pray that the inflammation in my body will return to normal level and my condition will improve. My ability to walk without pain will be fully active be restored. Thank you. 